Today on the Dizlist, we discuss our top five dark rides at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and we discuss our top five dark rides at Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find out more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage, anchor.fm slash the DizList. That's anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list. Nice. So um, Nick and I actually, outside of the podcast, are friends and our, our wives are friends and our kids are friends. So we were we got together last night and we were just kind of shooting the breeze and said, hey, uh, we were talking about the podcast. You know, What are, what are we going to talk about before we do our list? <laughs> I said, I got it. He goes, what? I go, this is the most random thing. I swear it came up right yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. I go. Which Disney character has the biggest ears? And, and you were like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I really couldn't figure out why that had come up to you. <laughs> well, my mind went to right to Mickey and Mickey's ears, and they sell the Mickey ears. And then I thought, well, that's kind of a, a kind of a fun, wacky, crazy question. And I'm sure like listeners right now are, okay, well, it's this or this or this, and going through scrolling through all yeah. the characters in their mind right now. Who's the first one that comes to mind? You know, initially, I went to Dumbo. Me too. However, when, when you talk about ears, if you think about proportion to your head, Mickey might win. Like, yes. proportionally speaking. And as a math guy, I'm kind of, like, inclined to go with the proportion. I think, like, 75% of his head is his ears. Right. And that's, that's definitely an interesting way to look at it, which is probably correct. If you're looking at a ratio of ear to head... Is it Mickey or is it Dumbo? Now, my brain started scrolling through everything I knew oh, yeah. from a Disney movie. Absolutely. And again, I think the listeners are doing this right now. Here's where I landed. This is a weird one. Okay. And you got to go way back. All right. This is from an old Mickey Mouse movie. I think this was like, it was a longer Mickey Mouse short, but I think it was part of, I don't know what they ended up changing it to, but uh, it was part of something that was Mickey and the Beanstalk. Okay. I think the yeah. giant from Mickey and the Beanstalk oh, wow. would have That's the biggest ears. That is a deep cut. I I think that would be if you were to if you were to just take the ear yeah, and line ear. up everyone's just ear, I what's mean, bigger than that? Cuz Monstro the whale is also big. I thought of that, but he doesn't really have an ear. Because I mean, whales in the, just, new, in the new movie, he could have whatever he wants. Well, that's true. They he made had him tentacles. In you you watched it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of weird. I was just wasn't bad. That. It was I I think for the people like us that grew up watching Pinocchio, yeah, you're like, well, that's different. I yeah. love that part. But yeah, I think if you're talking solely based on the ear and not on proportion, the giant huh? that's a deep cut. But that's probably it. Yeah. I don't know. That was my thought. Um, so when we post about this episode, we want to hear from you. Can you think of another one? Can you think of one bigger than the giant? Or can you think of another rule similar to the head-ear proportional ratio? Yeah. I I mean, Goofy's got some big ears. He does. He does, too. Pluto covers his eyes with his ears. Yep. I mean, technically, if Mickey's got big ears, so does Minnie. Yeah, they'll have the same, correct. Yeah. I don't know. That's like when you asked me this last night, I was like, wait, we're going to talk about what? Because Dopey's got big ears too. Right, but he's small. He's yeah. a little person. Well, that's why it came up. That's why the giant is. I never would have gone to the giant, but hey. Oh, that's what I landed on. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm, with the giant. I'll be interested to see what we get for responses here on, on social media. Remember right. to. Remember to comment at Dizlist Pod when you're when you're listening to this or when you uh, when you see us advertise for this one coming coming out. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's uh, I think you were about to answer last night when we were hanging out, and I was like, "No, wait, yeah, save it for the show." Yeah, I was thinking Dumbo, but <laughs> yeah, I think I, my mind I went, went there right. first. I definitely did not go to the Giant. Yep. 
it started with Mickey, but then I went biggest ears Dumbo. And then I'm like, there's got to be a bigger character. I mean, when you were a kid, I'm sure you had a friend with big ears who at one point got called Dumbo. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not nice, obviously. It's bullying, but like, I think everybody had that one kid in their class. Yeah. Or or they were that, that kid. Poor Dumbo. Yeah. Anyway, anything else before the Skittles halftime show? Um, no, I think uh, I think we're good to go. Let's uh, let's let's kick it kick it out to the halftime show. Welcome back from the halftime show featuring Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. How did you end up booking them anyway? Oh, I, I've known Snoop for years. Wow. Yeah. Like back w- in my college days. Were you wearing hockey jerseys like he was in his videos? Yeah. I used to love that. Yeah. <laughs> was Martha Stewart wearing a hockey jersey? No, no. She wasn't back then. She was wearing an orange jumpsuit back then. Well, you know what's interesting? What jersey would she be wearing if she were wearing a hockey jersey? Oh, um, probably a Penguins jersey. That's where all the like. That's what Snoop wore in the in. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what. I'm just saying, like what all the rich posers did. Oh, you haven't was... you haven't thought of the most appropriate hockey jersey for that one then? For the rich posers? Yeah, the Hartford Har- Whalers. Hartford Whalers. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my yeah. mind went. <laughs> the Quebec Nordiques. Oh yeah, I used to have one of those. Yeah, they had a great jersey. That light blue, yeah. like that powder blue. They were they were really nice. What is this podcast? They're talking about hockey. I'm turning it off. Eh, get over it. <laughs> so so this week we're going to talk about dark rides. But like, I think it's a good idea to define for the listeners what we think of as dark rides. Because to me, a dark ride doesn't isn't just something that's dark, right? So that's just for me. It's not just that it's dark. It's a specific genre of rides, I think that is done best at Disney World. Yeah, and I think part of it too is a speed. Yeah, like it's a slower ride. Yeah, and I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on this, but I had a discussion at one point with probably you and my wife was there at the time. Is I almost look at some of the dark rides, not all, but almost like there's sculptures there. It's kind of like an art installation. Yeah, you think about it. Oh, right? I don't disagree with that at all. Like, there's just these moving sculptures, and like, I don't know. I I think these Imagineers are so much more artists than they ever get credit oh, for. Yeah, absolutely. So the dark ride, we're looking for a definition. Um, sometimes it's an Omni Mover system, which the Omni Mover basically is one of the rides where it kind of never stops, and there's like you know hundreds and hundreds of seats, yeah. and you walk on, just hop in that cart, and it just keeps going. It doesn't <clears throat> stop. I mean, theoretically, it doesn't. Right. Well, it does <laughs> if, if someone who is special needs or in a handicap or um, one of those rascals that so the ride would stop, which happens you know quite frequently in you know Little Mermaid, Haunted Mansion, any of the other ones that are the Omni mm-hmm. Mover system, which is kind of nice because we bring up this term a lot too in the podcast, people eater. And people eaters are uh, rides that can take as many people as you can get, and that's kind of the nice thing about mm-hmm. the Omni Mover system is it just is supposed to be endless. Yeah, their hourly capacity is certainly higher than than one like a roller coaster. They have to stop and load and whatnot. So anyway, dark ride. Um, yes, <clears throat> most of the time it is dark. It is slow. There is great things for you to watch. It's less of a thrill ride. And maybe later in the list, we'll get to one that we kind of brought up the other day that we don't know if it's considered a dark ride or not. I don't consider it a dark ride, but it's one that's going to be rethemed to Tiana pretty soon. Yeah, I don't consider that a uh, dark ride just because of it's more of a thrill ride. Right. And that one, as well as Mind Train, both have dark ride elements to them. Yeah. But they're not considered in in yeah we need we needed to yeah we needed to like okay what is a dark ride for us because obviously i mean if you just call it a ride that's dark then guardians counts and space and um space mountain counts and right i mean then then you start getting into deep into the weeds so to speak well mine my first one is uh one that my kids love and it's actually 
going to be at Animal Kingdom is one of uh, my mm-hmm. favorite dark rides. And this ride, I think more than any other in Walt Disney World, and I think some people would say there's others that they are, find more relaxing, but in my mind, this is one of the most relaxing and like ethereal, if I could use that term to describe it. Oh, I think that's a good term to describe this ride. So I'm talking about the Navi River Journey. So the Navi River Journey, uh, we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, but I have a feeling we're going to talk about everything more than a few times on this yeah. podcast. Navi River Journey is part of the world of Pandora in Animal Kingdom, and it is a ride where you hop on a boat, and that boat's capacity, how many rows do you think? Six rows times four, maybe? Yeah, I think that's probably right. So the you know the capacity is pretty high, and it's it's pretty prone to getting kind of clogged at the end of the ride, which is definitely not necessarily a plus. But I think just the uh, the neon colors, the 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 music, and it just seems like you're going down this riverboat ride. I mean, it could be. I mean, you could easily take that ride and retheme it into you're taking a boat through the bayou. Oh, yeah. Did you ever think of that? Well, I hadn't until now, but you definitely, that could, ride is. Couldn't it be? Like, if they had to retheme that for Tiana, you could oh, do yeah. it. I think it's endlessly rethemable the way that that ride system works. Um, there's so many different lands in the world of Disney that that would play well into like having a river running through it or in the case that you're talking about a swamp. Yeah. Um, I think there's plenty of, of places that you could go Disney themed. Um, but I, it's a, it's a great ride. I wouldn't put it on my list solely because I think it's an overrated ride as we've discussed before. Yeah. Um, so that's just me. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. <clears throat> one of the other things, too, that I, I like that we haven't talked a lot about is there's one effect in, in the ride that it's projection technology, but you look up, it's probably about midway through, and you see these oversized leaves, like really, really large leaves. And it looks like the way that they're projected on, it kind of looks like a, a chameleon, or a, it, obviously it's not a chameleon because it takes place on a different planet. But there's little footprints that are similar to like a little lizard. Yep. And the way that it's projected and animated just looks I don't know. It's I thought it was pretty lifelike. I mean, I can tell that it's animated, but I thought that part was really interesting. I think the leaves move a little bit too. Yeah. They, um, um and then the shaman at the end, you know, it's one of my favorites. And <clears throat> we we've yeah, discussed a lot about it and you know, some people love that shaman. You don't. So I don't. You know. I know you don't. <laughs> and that's that's the beauty of this podcast is this one's my my number five, and I, I know that that drives you nuts. No, it doesn't drive me nuts, but I'll tell you what does drive me nuts is the wait for this particular ride. And it's hot. Yeah. It's outdoor, really warm wait, too. Um, I will say that I saw earlier this week. Now, uh, we're recording this just after Hurricane Ian, so, you know, Thoughts and prayers going out to all of those affected by the hurricane. But I saw that the day after when they reopened um, Animal Kingdom, they had a longer wait at Navi River Journey than Flight of Passage. Really? Yeah. It was, and it must have been like a function of like everything was closed because it, because of the hurricane, there was some debris. So like the, um, the safari wasn't open. And then also, um, Everest happened to be down. So people were going in, probably rope dropping. This is my theory. They rope dropped Flight of Passage, and immediately you get off Flight of Passage. Where do you go? Navi. Yeah. So if everybody in the park has already done Flight of Passage. And where do you go? Do you want to walk all the way over right. to where you wait, go- wait for Dinosaur or Nemo on the opposite right. side of the You're park? You're not going to do that. So, yeah. I saw that, and I was I thought it was interesting. It was like a... 80-minute wait for Navi and an hour for Flight of Passage. But it was shortly after opening, so it had to be – there had to be something going on there. Yeah, I would say you're probably right on that one. Well, that's my number five, Navi River Journey for dark rides at Walt Disney World. What do you have for your number five, So my number five – first of all, I had one, two, three, four, and then five. And five could have been – three or four different things. And I kind of went back and forth and I've even gone back and forth sitting here wondering, do I want to change it? And I'm just going to stick with my number five. My number five is at Epcot and my number five is spaceship earth. I love spaceship earth. 
Um, it's a very good. This was my number five too. I changed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's such a good ride because it's relaxing. Um, it's it's long, so you actually do get to cool off. Although I've heard lately that there's been some issues with the stickiness inside this ride that the air oh conditioning has been turned down a little bit. So you get in that seat, that hard plastic seat, and you slide around? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, Why is my seat wet? The, <laughs> the, the, the reality is that when you're in this ride, Yes, it needs, and I know we talked about this needing to be updated before, right? And we talked about how it needs some TLC. That doesn't change the fact that it's an enjoyable ride. It's great for all ages. We, you can have fun at the end where you're like picking where you're going to, you know, what do you want to live in the city? Do you want to live out in the country? Do you want to live in the, in the ocean? Or yeah, my, Do you know that story? Yeah. Where my son, we, uh, this is true. Like, you know how it's bumpy. Yeah. Uh, he went to press it, and there he we hit that bump, and he went to click on New York, and his finger clicked you know, right past Long Island and clicked the ocean. He goes, "Dad, um, I clicked on the ocean." I'm like, "Well, let's see what happens." <laughs> and then at the very end, when you walk off the ride, it shows where you're from. It yeah. just bounced him right into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it's it's a good ride, and I like that it's historical. It's got. It reminds me of old Epcot, right? The, you know, it's it literally is. Yeah, it's it's very, uh, it's a classic, right? I can't go to Epcot and not go on that ride. Um, you know, I try to do it twice um, a trip. I think we we were only able to do it once this time around, but that was just because the line for some reason was extremely long, um, which it usually isn't. But but yeah, Spaceship Earth for me is just a a fun fun time to just like let's relax let's get get in some cool air and sit back and thank the phoenicians see i agree with all of that okay but there's one thing recently that has really irked me about that ride what's that and that is the photo when they take your photo yeah so i don't know what what happens as soon as you go up the ride you go kind of through this archway and the light goes off and it takes your picture so that at the very end when they do that little animation of where you're going to live and where you're going to work. Yeah. I think maybe tw- two out of ten times, it's actually got my photo correct. I the, So many times it's been like a portion of my beard is like moving around at the end. Yeah. It's so bizarre to just see my beard moving around so an I, apartment. So I think that what's happening there, because it's happened to me too, and I, I wonder if it has to do with the recognition, like it does some sort of recognition yeah. to kind of figure out where the face is and it, you know, quote unquote photoshops out your, you know, your background. Sure. Do you think it's because we're bald that it thinks like, maybe, oh, look at this cue ball. Like that's the background. No. I've had my beard only show up too. See, there's I a had couple... one where with my sunglasses and my beard, it was so creepy. It was like, this, this belongs in Haunted Mansion. Well, there's a couple variables that I have tried. Hoping, well, maybe this will work or this will work. I've had a hat on. Okay. Didn't work, which could kind of be the contrast for hair on top of my head. The other one is one time I got up to that point and I took my phone and I turned the light on and pointed the light towards my face. Okay. To make sure my face was properly illuminated for the picture. <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. And Clearly. I, yes. So I pointed it at my face. And it was, I mean, it was okay when it worked that way, but like, it's going to ruin the ride for other people. This was late at night, by the way. There, I, it was like me and my son and hardly anybody else. I'm so not, I'm not sure. really ruining it yeah, for anybody. I'm not, I'm not sure that, that that picture really matters to me that much, as much as it does to I you. just wanted to certainly, get it to work. Certainly not enough to take it off of my list. Well, it's not like it goes in photo pass or anything, but in, in my mind, I, I just wanted it to work and it didn't work. Maybe that's know. why they were going to refurb it. No, they're Maybe. not. I don't know. Well, so well. love the ride, except for that. That part's always a kind of a, a bummer. <laughs> I also like, I want to add, though, I like um, the whole, when you're walking up to the you know the mural and, and whatnot, that whole entrance area is just a cool spot. Um, I don't like rides that spit you out into a gift shop. No. But those, the two shops that are right there are also like to me, it's tradition. You go on Spaceship Earth, you get off, you go into the Pin Traders, or you go yep. in, like I, I don't know. I like that whole area of the park. It's bustling and it just 
it's like quintessential Disney for me. I think the other side there used to be, I think it was like a Kodak shop or something. Originally. I believe you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah that's interesting. Okay. Anyway. So what's your number four? Uh, my number four, um, again, this came up in, in our conversation, and I, I automatically assumed where this would be on your list, but I, I don't know. I might be wrong. I'm not sure where this is going to show up on your list. And maybe I it know doesn't. it maybe doesn't at all. So keep listening. But in a previous episode, this one was one of Nick's favorites. And it's one of mine too, for sure. And I hopefully keep saying this and I, I need to, to book this, but hopefully I get to go out to Disneyland and see the original Pirates of the Caribbean and be able to look at comparing A and B and seeing the differences. Because I believe the one out in Disneyland is longer. It is. Does it have multiple drops or just the one? I don't know, but I just know that I, I've read about it being longer. I don't. I think it just has to do with the way the ride starts. And we've talked about this ride to death, but I want to bring up a couple things that I, I, I just want to mention about the ride. I love when you go into the giant room and you see the enormous ship. I mean, the way that they've built that and the way that they light the room, it looks absolutely enormous. And I know that room is big, but you really feel like, oh, man, I am out to sea because just <laughs> you see the boat and then to the right you see the, the fort. And I love that sometimes you get wet when the uh, cannonball splashes. Like all those things just really, really put you in to a, a cool and magical moment, for lack of a better term. Like, mm-hmm. You feel like, okay, I'm in the middle of this pirate battle, and I really feel that way. I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a good ride. <laughs> good answer. I'll discuss a little bit more sure. later. We'll see. Maybe not, though. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, uh. So I'll I'll just finish up by saying it's it's such a classic, and it's it's funny, like, when I get ready to go to Disney, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my my T-shirt for this ride or that ride. And I always forget, like, making or... Because I, I like to make a lot of T-shirts myself before I go. I, don't get me wrong. I'll buy shirts from Disney. But I like to kind of make my own and print my own. And I haven't done a Pirates one. I got to do something cool for Pirates next time. Yeah, Maybe, like, that ship that... Uh, is it Davy Jones? That's who the character is who's yeah. on the ship? Maybe like that ship with Davy Jones, just that, like no text. You no, know it'd be cool. It's like a tiki room parrot, but it's a pirate parrot. Oh, okay. there we go. Maybe Jose is is the crossover. <laughs> yeah, Jose's crossover. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I love pirates. Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a good pick. What do you have for number four? My number four is over in Hollywood Studios, Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. That is a dark ride. I, I went back and forth on whether or not I thought that was even a dark ride at all, and I landed on yes. Right. So, yeah, I agree. What what are, you, uh, what are your thoughts on Mickey and Minnie? So I love that ride for a number of reasons. Um, one is that, you know, it does eat a decent number of people. It was it, eight per cart, right? It's four in the front, four in the back. Yeah, and how many cars are in the <clears throat> Four three cars in four the train? or four. I well, because there's the... The locomotive. One, two, three, four, I think. Yeah, four. I love, you know, my favorite part of the entire ride, yes, I like the dance scene, but my favorite part is when, at the end, when you go around that bend, and in that room, the acoustics of when they're singing the song, what's so amazing to me, and I don't know why I always get hung up on this, but when you go around the corner, and you're back behind the train, and like, you, you know there's another train coming in, and you know they're hearing the music just as loudly as you did, and you're over there, and you don't hear a thing. It's. I don't know how they do this I acoustically. Don't I think about that all the time, like on Small World. Like, how do they mix the audio yeah, for that? It's crazy. But I love that ride for a number of reasons. I will say, they need to do something about the queue because the queue a does not evoke you're going into a you know a train station. B like little kids peeling all the wallpaper <laughs> stickers off. Like it's ridiculous how bad that looks in there. I think one of the times you went. When we didn't go together, you sent me a photo of yeah. like all the wallpaper just peeled off in yeah. the queue. Yeah, um, and I will say it moves quicker than you'd think. Like the the line in a place like Hollywood Studios where you don't want to be stuck out in the in the heat, and that line is outside a lot of it. 
Um, I feel like it does move at a relatively decent pace. Um, even if you don't have a lightning lane or if you, you know, if you're, if you show up and it says 80 minutes, it's never really, it doesn't feel like 80 minutes. I have, I timed it one time, two trips ago and it said it was an 85 minute wait. And I think we were in line for maybe just under an hour. So like 55 minutes. So it was about 30 minutes inflated. Um, I really love the Minnie and Mickey shorts, though those particular They're really funny. They are. And I like they're they're a good way for like mom and dad to sit down with the kids. Like one of my favorite ones is when Mickey's ears come up. We talked about ears at the top of the show. His ears come off and he can't hear anything. They're using them for hockey pucks out on the <laughs> hockey rink and stuff like that. But I just love those shorts. And so the that that's the style of animation they went with for this really makes me happy. Because I, I think it's a, a fresh look at you know Minnie and Mickey. We need to discuss that another time too. I got I have some thoughts, positive and negative, on those on those um, Mickey and Minnie shorts. Okay, we'll come back to that. All right, we'll do. I'll make a note. <laughs> All right. So how about uh, how about you? Would you uh, put at number three? Number three, um, I had a ride that I don't think we've talked enough about in the last five seconds. So I'll go back to ten seconds and I'll bring up Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I do have a couple things I, I want to say about that, separate from, from the cartoons. So I, again, also love this ride, and I don't know if it's just because it's new and it's exciting, and then I look on the flip side of it, it took the place of the Great Movie Ride. Would I have put the Great Movie Ride as one of my top ten dark rides? I don't know. I, I've i been on it quite a few times. It's cool. It's I like the interactive element, but I think I like this Mickey and Minnie ride a little bit better for a couple reasons. One of which is the, the trackless is really fun. I think that's so cool because there's mystery involved. Yeah. And depending on what car you get on for people who haven't gone on this ride before, all of the different cars start off as part of a train and the locomotive kind of disappears, which is kind of a cool thing too, which we've discussed yeah. before. But then all the different cars go different directions. Uh So you really don't know where you're going to go. No. And that's kind of the fun part. And when you go into the big room and dance around. Okay, so rewind a little bit. I'm curious what the ride would look like if you could see it, if everything moved but the lights were on. So turn off the projections. Okay. Okay. Turn off the projections, turn on the lights in the room, and ride the rides with the audio, everything normally. I wonder what it would look like. Because some of it is projection, some of it is painted. I know that much. Mm-hmm. I know it's partial both ways. I'm curious, just what would the ride look like with lights on but still working? So you're saying that one of the reasons you ha- rate it so highly is because I'm assuming you believe that the fact that it's a dark ride actually makes it better? Is that what yeah, you're oh, definitely, definitely. And that this is all <clears throat> positive. This isn't, yeah. um, I think turning on the lights is going to, you know, cheapen it and make it cheesy. I think one of the really amazing things about this ride is that marriage between sort of the animatronic world and the projection world, mm-hmm. which Disney has kind of leaned on both ways. But this is, I don't know, I enjoy the marriage between the two. This is just kind of like Pipe Dream. What would it look like? On the inside. Now, that yeah. may exist on YouTube. I've, I don't think I've ever looked for it, but that's something that just popped in my head recently, what that would be like. Yeah, I think because they do so much of that, like the, the glow paint or the black light paint, whatever you want to call that, I think those rooms would look very odd with the lights on. Um, obviously, there is an entire room with the lights on when you go in and go dancing in the ballroom. Um, but, yeah, that would be – that's that's interesting. I wonder. When you go into the city, so yep. there's one part where you you see, uh, what's his name, Pete running the jackhammer. Yeah. Yep. That scene is so cool, but oh, you yeah. go through it so fast. I wish, yeah, you can't I, see everything. I want to see everything. I wish they just cut the speed in half. You can't because they're trying to get more people in the ride. I get it. But I want to like look around and really take it all in. But you really only get yeah. like this small sample size you know I, anyway have you ever ridden it where you didn't get to go through the queue you know what i'm talking about like that pre-show where it was no. already blo- or where the screen was already blown open no yeah i had that experience uh two years ago um we wrote it a couple times and one of the times that, that, that you didn't 
you didn't go to a show. You just walked through the the broken. Did the screen. cast member say, "Oh, our screen is broken"? No, it in. was no. It was it was kind of like kind of like Rise. If you ever skipped the the pre show on Rise, sure. So I think it was just a matter of like they were trying to funnel as many people in as quickly as possible. I'm okay. not I'm not positive, but yeah, I think I, look, I it was on my list for a reason. I'm glad it's on your li- list. It's, oh, it's a, great. It's, it's great a great ride. ride. Yeah, and uh, sometimes new rides are shiny and maybe they'll drop off my list later on but for now it's there and for now it's fantastic you know i i think they missed an opportunity with this ride for a ride photo because your your cars are always in the same spot in that um dance hall so there's no reason they couldn't do like a a camera behind those mirrors and there's enough light where you could too yeah there's no reason why you couldn't take a picture from behind those mirrors and the Imagineers are pretty creative with how they're going to take your picture. Like in in Haunted Mansion, for example, it's lightning. Yeah. Or uh, I guess Buzz Lightyear. I guess it's really not worked into anything with Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. They just kind of flashed. Uh, but if you were in the dance hall, they could do like a disco ball. And the flashes would sort of be similar to the the lights flashing in a And it's bright enough hall. in there they might not even need to have a major flash or that you wouldn't even necessarily notice it i think it'd be a really cool because everybody's dancing right everybody puts their hands above their head everybody it'd be a fun photo great photo um but that's what i always thought is that they they missed an opportunity there so my number three was same as yours mickey and minnie run well same as my number four because my number three oh your number four was the same as my number three yeah your number three is the same as my number six no my number three is the same as your number four oh really so we got a crossover crossover here so pirates pirates is yours okay yeah interesting so i i love pirates okay it is the smell gets me every time the you know when the cannonball lands next to the boat um my dream is to be able to go there when they have one of the overlays at halloween so they have the actual live actors at a party i watched that Um, recently it was cool i was really hoping they would have the live actors last year when i went to boobash um, unfortunately they did not do any of those kinds of things, but, um, yeah, I really want to see that. I think what, what I love most about this is that the queue is, is mostly covered. Well, it's all covered, but the queue is, um, mostly cool. Right. Yep, that not, second half is, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on, I say half, but I guess I'm talking about actual space versus time. Yeah. And, and I honestly don't mind getting spit out into a gift shop off this ride. I guess it's, I like that gift shop in particular, um, and it's also a spacious gift shop. I feel it's also an interesting one too because it's not themed purely pirates. They throw in uh, Jungle Cruise, right? It's and the whole I land. Think there's some Coco merch in there too. I think last time I remember seeing. I don't that. remember seeing that, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's not there. Um, yeah, I I love the way that this ride just fully immerses you, um, and I love the movies too. So I think that's part of, a big part of it. I do think that for kids, at times, if they're too young, they could actually they could be scared on this ride a little bit. But I also think it's pretty fun to go through with a kid who thinks like, you know, I always say, oh, "Is the dog going to get the keys this time?" What do you think? You know, <laughs> maybe maybe this is the time. <laughs> this is the time that he gets the keys. Um, so I I love the ride personally. I think that if I were to change it, I think I would like it a little bit longer. Um, so I, I, that's why I would also like to do the Disneyland ride. Um, it is a little bit longer, uh, and add another drop or two. I think there's more skeleton stuff at the very beginning. Okay. And I, th- I think that's the difference. I've, I've watched the ride through, but I, I don't want to watch it too closely because going there, I want to sort right. of enjoy it and experience it yeah. fresh if I can. And I also like the new, like, how they've changed it. Like, I know a lot of people weren't happy. You know, they're oh, it's such a controversy to, to change the, the scene, the, the auction scene there, but I, I like it. I, I think it's great. I don't mind. I mean, I think I'm, I'm okay with like updates and things like that. Yeah. Because it's something new to look forward to. It, I think it brings more people into the attraction. It's not super expensive to do. Yeah. You know, it's not like, doing an entire retheme or bulldozing the whole thing and starting over. Yeah. So, you know, when they put in, I don't know, she goes by red or whatever the character yep. is. And it, I think they were looking to do a movie 
starring that particular character. I can't remember who was going to play. Huh. I don't remember that. Okay, now I'm getting cool. into the weeds again. No, that's anyway, fine. but they were talking about doing one that wasn't Jack Sparrow centric. And it was going to be focused more on one of the female pirates. So I think that'd be cool. I'm interested. I'm there. That whole scene, I like, or that whole area in the village there. I don't know. I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. You know, the you got the, you know, and they're chasing each other in the circles around. I love that one. Yeah. You know, every time I go on that ride, and I can't even tell you how many times I've been on that ride, I always notice something new every time. I'm like, was that there before? And of course, it was there before. Right. But I always think was it and i'm like <laughs> and then the real part of my brain kicks in and goes uh yeah we would have known <laughs> right yeah I, I i don't know i love pirates we've already talked about it a couple times so i'll kick it back over to you for your number two yeah what do you my, think? my number two is a relatively new ride and with with talking about this one the the really interesting thing that i kind of made as, as a theme and i kind of added and subtracted rides is I wanted to have a dark ride from all four parks. Okay. So this last dark ride represents the fourth park on the list for me. And that is Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Okay. And that one. So we got, we have Epcot. I had uh, pirates for magic kingdom, Mickey and Minnie's for Hollywood studios and Navi river journey for animal kingdom. So I, I feel pretty good about, about those four and Remy, you know, a lot of times when you hear, oh, they're creating this clone from this park or that park, you know, it's cheaper. I get it. But, like, I don't think they would clone a ride if it wasn't great or it wasn't a hit somewhere else, right? No, I don't think so. I think Disney knows, okay, this is going to attract a crowd. I think this is a great ride. And, and, and the funny thing is... I didn't really know what to expect because, I mean, I like that movie. I don't love that movie like my son does, and I think you do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good movie. But for me, it's, yeah, let's see what they have to offer. And once I rode the actual ride, it was so many cool aspects of that ride that I did not expect. Mm-hmm. We talk about the giant screw coming through the wall. We talk about the heat coming from the ceiling. And just the way that your trackless mouse that you ride in moves, or mouse, excuse me, rat, obviously, it that cart will move up and down, and one part you feel like you're falling because they kind of boost your seat up. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I mean, the technology on that ride is amazing. And normally, I'm not a huge fan of the 3D glasses rides because sometimes it kind of screws with my brain because I'm getting old and I'm I'm not great with spinners and 3D things, but it really didn't bother me at all. Yeah, I d- I didn't have any issues with it, and I've certainly felt, not ill, but felt the effects of some of those 3D glasses rides before, and this one did not. Yeah, I, was, I was very happy with it. The queue was really interesting. The queue was fun. Uh, the very start of the queue, the outdoor part, can be kind of difficult, especially if it's a hot Florida day. But once you get inside, it's really nice. Yeah, There's like a little art studio in there, then you feel like... You're seeing you're walking into Paris where you see uh, Gusto's sign there. Uh, great addition, you know. It's number two on my list. Number two is pretty high <laughs> for me. Um, I really thought it was cool. I was very surprised, and I think it's an awesome addition to Epcot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because Epcot for a while had really been seen as eh, that park doesn't really have much. Maybe we can skip Epcot. Not me, not you, but. You know, I could see some people saying that, but with the addition of the two new rides and once they finish up that whole center celebration area, this park is going to be just a home run. Yeah. I don't know. So that's my number two. What'd you have for your number two? My number two, I think you might, you, you is the only one on my list that you may be able to argue doesn't fully fit the definition. Okay. Because there is an element of thrill to this ride, but it is not a fast-moving dark ride. And that is Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay. Well, sure. You disagree? Um, I, yes and no. I guess I would consider it... I don't know. Dark ride adjacent? I, I didn't even think to put that on the list because in my mind it's... An entirely different beast. 
But how is it a different beast? It's a trackless ride system yeah. where you're going through and seeing the scenery. In this case, the scenery happens to be the inside of a galactic starship. I guess <laughs> by definition it counts. Well, it's on my list, so it's going to have to. Sure. I, well, <laughs> I'm trying to find a way for me to tell you that you're wrong, and I can't find it. Because I think... There's that one drop. I will give you that. that yeah. That, that's well, so does Pirates. So that's, right. that's, what I, that's what I just thought of is, yeah. okay, I can't argue the drop because Pirates has a drop. Right. So There's a lot of dark rides with drops. Frozen's got a yeah. drop. Pirates got a drop. Yeah, and the trackless system is similar to that of Ratatouille. Okay, you win. Uh, I know this, this is irritating you. No, this should have been on my list, but it's not and should have been. <laughs> Continue. I can so, comment even though I didn't think to put this on mine. So Rise for me, while I think it has um, some aspects of it are overrated, I, I will agree that nobody should be waiting as long as you sometimes have to wait. And I will also say that nobody or no company as as big as Disney should – have an attraction that's down as much as Rise. That said, um, when it works, it is one of the best rides I've ever been on. And I will say, if it always worked, this would not be my number two. This would be my number one. If it always worked, it doesn't. <laughs> and so um, I, there's no reason that for me to have had multiple experiences in two years two different trips, multiple experiences of this ride being down in my three or four days between the two years spent at Hollywood studios. That's ridiculous. It should not be down that often. And it's not like it was. So that's, that's the, that's the reason it's not number one for me when it works though. Holy cow. Like there's not, there's not a better ride when it's working. Oh, I'm curious for any listeners that, either are cast members and work at Disney or know enough or know someone who is a cast member. I'm curious what specifically, well, no, I don't want to say that. Which portion of the ride causes the most problems for breakdown? Oh, I think it's the Kylo Is Ren. it the Kylo Ren it's animatronic? Be. It's gotta be. Okay. I don't think it's the trackless system because while it may cause problems because certainly Remy's shuts down at times from it and Minnie and Mickey's shuts down at times from it, they don't shut down that much. So I don't think it's the trackless system. So you went through it one time and you got almost to the end and there was huh. the Kylo Ren animatronic and then there's there's kind of like a door that swings down yep. at almost like a 45 degree angle. Right? That was down. They did not. So we weren't in B mode because there is a B mode. So oh, that's my question. Can they run it in a, a B mode that you can just avoid that animatronic so completely? They, they, the B mode is like where it's a project, like when you go in there and you've got the, you're looking out into space. Um, basically, Kyle Ren's fighter is out there. His, uh, it's not a TIE fighter, is it? His, his ship is out there. Sure. Um, so they have that as like a B mode. But it wasn't. That was not what we were getting. We we walked, We went into that room, and it was like all the sound was on. All of all the other effects were on, except Kylo Ren was behind the wall, standing there. It was it was really odd. Hmm. But yeah, how, how many times total have you been on it now? Two, uh, three or four. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Should have been on my list. And the queue and the queue is amazing. It is. For Star Wars geeks, the queue is really amazing. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> pretending that you are making plans for an attack on those, like, uh, those, I don't know, it's almost plexiglass with LEDs inside. Yeah. That's yeah. The, so cool. The the pre-show is among the best pre-shows in all, like, because I consider, like, the minute you're walking through, like, and you're you're got all the stormtroopers lined up, that's all part of the show, right? Yeah. Well, so and, in... BB-8. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing. I mean, it's just an amazing experience. It is. Start, you know, start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Great ride. Should have put it on my list. Would would have been. So, well done. I uh, forgot about that one, and which leads me to my number one. And if you are a, a consistent listener to our podcast, uh, you'll know that there's certain the, things that... The worst kept secret yeah, in the world. Right well, now. there's certain things that I love, and I, you know, someday is... Am I going to create 
a list that <laughs> incorporates something that would include Haunted Mansion and Haunted Mansion not be on my list? Sure, definitely. But today's not, not that not day. that day. No. <laughs> Haunted Mansion is is my number one, and it always has been. I mean, it's just such a cool ride, and every time I go, I ride it as many times as I possibly can. Our last trip, uh, family wanted to go back and swim and rest, and I said to my wife, I just kind of leaned in and whispered, I go, I want to go ride Haunted Mansion one more time. And she says, okay, go ahead. She was good about it. She was fine, and I went and rode Haunted Mansion by myself, and I don't think I've ever ridden it by myself. And that was kind of cool too, because I'd never, you know, yeah. always with family, and right. we're always, you know, together. And not that I wanted to be away from them at all. I love my family, and I really, legitimately enjoy being with them when I'm at Disney. But it was just, I don't know, a cool opportunity to, you know, it's a scary ride. Yeah, you know, being by yourself in the haunted mansion. You yeah, know, it's kind of cool. I think anytime you get a chance to just enjoy something where you can sit back and relax and not have to worry about. You know, is the kid all right? Is the you know, is my wife okay with this? Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I've never ridden it by myself either. It 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 doesn't make my list, but not because I don't like it. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of really good dark rides, and um, yeah. So for me, it, it doesn't make it. Um, I personally think it's one of the best dark rides um, for like tweens. What I mean by that is like, yeah, I know. What like, you mean. kids can get cynical once they reach that age where it's like, I'm not, go- I don't want to go on Peter Pan's flight, you know, or let's go on Haunted Mansion. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, oh my god, you're, you know, it's just as cheesy, right? But so yeah. I do think it's it's a very smart ride, right? Because kids can go on it and not get scared, and then the tweens who are oftentimes cynical of like. I don't want to go on Small World again. I've been doing this since I was three. Um, and that's not our kids, but, like, there are, you know, there are kids that are like that. They're, like, they're, they're kind of a little bit ungrateful about what they're getting in Disney, and yeah. I don't want to ride that. So, But they love love them some Haunted Mansion, and I love Haunted Mansion, too. But it's, it's, a, it's a great ride. And I'm looking forward to them bringing in Hatbox Ghost. Oh, my gosh. And now I remember, and, again, we're always looking for listener input, so... I, I remember at one point mm-hmm. that Hatbox Ghost was temporarily in Orlando in the in the Haunted Mansion at Disney World. I think so. And I wonder why that happened. He just shows up and then disappears again. I'm pretty sure that that happened. I mean, so are you going to look it up and yeah, see real quick? Look up real quick? Okay. So I I remember hearing that at one point. Um if you haven't I'm, if you haven't checked out the Behind the Attraction show on Disney Plus, it's it's a really really great show, and I think I've watched most of them through twice. And I hope that they're going to do more Behind the Attraction things. It's just great to see how they all come together and to learn what the the team does to create them, and you know, learning cool little things like some of the characters in the Haunted Mansion. The actual like animatronic and face molds, they also show up in Pirates, which is really so like the um, the dining room scene, the dance, the ballroom, the dancing. A lot of those same characters also show up in Pirates. And another cool one, too, that's kind of a cool connection between the two rides. You know, they're both a little bit scary. They both end with a trio of characters, minus Jack Sparrow. You know, he was added mm-hmm. later. But there's that trio with the dog. And mm-hmm. then you end Haunted Mansion with with the trio yeah. of the three hitchhikers. So then in Pirates they added the extra Jack Sparrow after. And in Haunted Mansion they added the extra Hurry back. Yeah. So it's also interesting that they both added a little like, you know, the epilogue or the coda or whatever you want to call yeah. it at the very end. Yeah. So anyway, huge Haunted Mansion fan. Love it. And definitely number one on my list. And even if someone isn't as much of a giant fan of Haunted Mansion as I am, I think this this ride could really make anybody's list. So, uh, did you find it? Yeah, so it did appear in both parks. Um, it was in place in um, in both parks until it looks like, you know, short, just shortly thereafter. It didn't, doesn't have an exact date when it was decommissioned, but it was because they felt like the effect wasn't working. 
there were some rumors too, according to this, uh, that this is on Wikipedia, that uh, some of its parts were recycled over on in Disneyland to uh, to go into Eagle Sam. Uh, oh, interesting. For America Sings. So huh. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's cool. He's returning. That's all that matters. Yeah, looking um, forward to it. He returned. He's been in. Um, so 2014, yeah, 2014, he was part of the holiday overlay, and then 2015, and it's in the attic um, is where it'll be placed, so I think. I think it's at the end of the attic before yep. your doom mm-hmm. buggy turns around and goes down yeah. over, over the balcony, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Your number one is Carousel of Progress? <laughs> no. No? Does that count as a dark ride? That's a good question. I no, don't think it's so. a show. It's a yeah. show. So my number one is one we've already talked about. It is Remy. Oh, okay. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure sure. is my favorite dark ride. That's um, that's a great choice for number one. It's awesome, awesome. You know, we, I've ridden it twice, and that was it. But but those two times were enough to say, yeah, this is it. Um, they do such an amazing job with the queue and then the theming. As you're getting smaller and smaller and smaller as you're going through. I saw a funny meme. Um, online the other day that was like a, it was a human being like you know it was rever- it was the reverse of the evolution and it said me at the beginning of Remy's queue and then <laughs> slowly the guy's turning into a little rat yeah. and that's it, they really do a good job of it and, and yeah a lot of it's the force perspective which mm-hmm. I think Disney excels they do really at. well yeah they excel at that but and then when you get on the ride itself and you leave that area there where like the the room, I don't know what you want to call it, but where the queue finally loads, the loading area, when you leave the loading area. I think it's just so cool that that room, you're on a rooftop or something, you know, you're like you're you're in Paris and then at night and then you're off and you're in the kitchen and the the little details, the screw through the wall, the fact that the wheels on the on the cart are turning and rolling in the right direction that you should be for based on what the screen's doing in front of you the bumps and the fact that it lifts you up and makes you feel like you're falling the when the chef reaches to grab you yeah. you feel like i flinch and i yeah. i'm watching a movie but i still flinch yeah, i i like my my I, the jump scare kind of thing the 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 cork going off they they just nailed it i'm so glad that they did a, a clone and brought that over because had this been over in Paris only, it would have just been a travesty. I think they needed this in Epcot. Epcot suffers from lack of rides for kids. And for people like me who love Epcot, I want my kids to want to spend time there. and As much as you do, right. but for different reasons. Right. And my, and my kids do love Epcot, but they like it more when there are rides to go on. Having Remy and Frozen in the World Showcase yeah, so smart. is just, it's perfect for so many reasons. I know there are a lot of people who disagree. Like, I know that a lot of people think it should just be... Don't put IP in World Showcase. Yeah, right? Like, I get, I understand that, but you have a movie that, you have a movie that's from France. So why not, why not feature it in the France Pavilion? And also, yeah. by the way, those people complaining don't ever say anything about Snow White meeting in Germany. They don't say anything about Alice meeting in the UK. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything about that. That's IP. So I don't understand where where they get off. Like, like what's their line? Oh, don't put that IP there. They, I've never heard anybody complain about the princesses meeting in their corresponding countries. I just thought of something. Yeah. As you're explaining the different princesses in the different countries, yeah. my you mentioned... England, and then my mind went to Canada. Have they done any crossover with Turning Red with the Canadian Pavilion? Have you seen that movie yet? I have. I mean, it's cool. It's definitely, that's a tween movie for sure. Yeah. That one is definitely aimed towards that age group. And I thought it was cool. I thought it was great for a lot of reasons, but. I think there's some merch, maybe. Yeah, I'm wondering if they, because, I mean, they could bring in. The Red Panda. I mean, is there a walk around character for the Red Panda? Uh-huh. How cool would that look? You know, yeah. big, giant, fluffy Red Panda. That'd be a great, like, meet it, and greet. No, character. it definitely would. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I, I never thought of it. Yeah, I just thought of it now. Like, yeah. all right, Disney, 
send the check to um never mind. Yeah. So <laughs> I wish. Um yeah, but anyway, Remy, my number one. We've talked a lot about it already. I think it's one of the few rides that I can't find something where I'm like, you know, I wish they would do this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. other than the outdoor part of the queue, but that, I mean, that's not really meant to be part of I mean, I know it is meant to be part of the queue, but yeah. like the and, queue itself is is good. So And also a lot of these rides oh, I guess this is just kind of wishful thinking, but a lot of these rides you you think after a while the <laughs> the queue or the line will get a little shorter. That didn't really happen. Well, it happened for Frozen a little bit. Didn't happen at all for Mine Train. You know, you think they're going to get shorter, but they just are so good that they're perennially popular. Yeah, I, I think it, that will happen with Jungle Cruise. You yeah, know, that's just a bump from the right, movie. It's a bump now, and it's still up. I think in about two years, you're going to see it go back to kind of the normal yeah. weight. I think people would lose Cruise. their mind if they ever like completely redid Jungle Cruise. I mean, people didn't like when they just changed one of the scenes. So. So I do think that that will, with the bump, it justifies them keeping the ride there. I don't like Jungle Cruise. I have not made that a secret, but I don't dislike it, I guess. I just don't. It's not my thing. So you have any um, honorable or dishonorable mentions? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is so hard to say. Uh, the, a dishonorable mention for a dark ride is, <laughs> is one that has a character that I love so much, but the ride is so bad, and oh, that's imagination. Go. Yeah, yeah. Journey into Imagination. I love Figment. I remember the original. I went on the original Journey into Imagination with the Dreamfinder. I remember seeing that gigantic uh, blimp or whatever the thing is that him and Dream Dreamfinder ride around. Yeah. And, and I actually had <laughs> a conversation today with. Uh, Eric from Ear Scouts. Oh, cool. We were messaging back and That's forth. That's funny. I was just going to mention him because he yeah. sent us some pictures. So we were talking about that ride, and I and I said, you know, what if they they keep a lot of the, the kind of the ending scene where they have like him upside down in the house? What if you took the first half of that ride and ripped out all of the dated like, you know, the the eye doctor test and oh all that God. goofy stuff? Eric and, Idle. And what, yeah, well, he's okay. I, he, he doesn't drive me nuts, but like even the the film quality is dated. Like just the, I don't know if it's the quality of image is just so kind of a crunchy type picture. Yeah. Anyway, what if a lot of that was just done through projection? You know, they could use projection technology and have Figment animated through and talking to you and taking you to different places. And, uh, and, and Eric was like, I, I don't think that could happen. I don't think they could go back to the original. It would have to be reimagined, no pun intended. To, did he, did uh, he break it too that he doesn't like Figment? No, and that's a, it's fine. I mean, it's it's not a big deal because all of the new merch for the 40th yeah. anniversary is all it's, is all Figment yeah. merch too. Yeah. But I mean, he's you know he's a beloved character. He's a funny, mischievous little dragon, and you yeah. Know, I I mean, I personally. Saw the merch and was like, I need it. Yeah. I went online immediately and and the one t shirt sold out as of when we're recording this. Yeah. There's a seventy five dollar spirit jersey. Yep. That I don't think would be too flattering on me. <laughs> There's uh Did couple you see backpacks. The, you see the and, ridiculous looking um white woven button up. Like you know I wear those button ups, right? It's kinda of like a Hawaiian shirt and is, the bottom half is tie dyed with a rainbow. So ugly. Who I was, wear that? Not this guy. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Honestly, if I was gonna do a dishonorable mention, that would have been the one that would have made it on my yeah. list too. I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Every time I go I write it two, three times and sing along and clap, but man, it needs some work. Cause the younger generation's gonna come in and go What's this joint? Yeah, right. <laughs> this is amateur hour over well, here. Well, and they're bringing if they're bringing in a character meet. I don't know how they're going to do the meet and greet, but but when they bring the character in, you've got to think they at the end of the ride, hopefully. Right, but they they have to have something done to that ride to make it better to you update hope. it. I mean, I thought it was so funny. So my kids love Mask Singer, and Eric Idle was on it, mm-hmm. and so he gets on masks on masks and. My son's like, wait, who is that? And he's looking, and he goes, 
That's the guy from the Figment ride. I was like, well, <laughs> I love that. That's where he's yeah, recognized. That's from. where he's recognized from. No, not Monty Python. No, no. Yeah, they go straight to uh, the guy from the Figment ride. Yeah, that's so awesome. That was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, um, I will say an honorable mention. So not a dishonorable mention, but an honorable mention that could have that was really close. It's definitely my number six. Is Frozen. Um, yeah, Frozen, and then. I don't even know if you would count Splash Mountain because it has elements of it, so probably not. No. It's too much of a thrill ride. Yeah, but Frozen was was up there for me. Yeah. Um, so my only other one, and I did think of this, but I thought, hey, I just want to throw this on my list and throw everybody for a loop. Was going to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> it was a fun ride, but I, the last time I was on it was, I don't know, maybe 1998, something like that, before it disappeared. Been a long time. <sighs> anyway, that yeah. was just a guess. It may have been closed by then. Winnie the Pooh may have gone in before that. But um, yeah, so those are some of my favorites. Awesome. And um, that's pretty much it for this week. Yeah, um, it's a it's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>